Quiet on the set. Action. everyone welcome to the movie machine podcast presented by hot chocolate media i'm your uh, moderator today kyle decker and i'm joined by three media luminaries from hollywood who are going to make a film for you based on a random prompt from the internet we're joined by our writer ben lifson who's mark Wahlberg's swag coach on transformers 5 our director eric lervold who watered baby groot down on guardians of the galaxy volume 2 and our producer, Jacob Gulliver, who's the Krispy Kreme taste tester on the Power Rangers movie. Welcome, gentlemen. Delicious. Hi. Your film is a satirical conflict. The main characters are an artistic schoolgirl and an arrogant acrobat. The major event of the story is smuggling. You may begin whenever you are ready. So, I've been thinking, you know, there's really been a lack of good heist movies recently. Things like Ant-Man, you know, bring in heist elements, but I really, you know, like those classic 80s, 90s uh, heist films. So, and, an el- you know, we can poke fun at a little bit, you know, satirical, because we're going to really just play all the tropes super straight and just, like, embrace how ridiculous this concept is. So we have, you know, a lot of heist movies, people get brought in because they have a certain set of skills. So our artist schoolgirl, Susie, like she can look at another piece of art and almost perfectly duplicate it. She can, you know, if you show her the Mona Lisa, she will paint almost like a perfect version of it. So she's going to an art school and, you know, on elsewhere in the country, we have this acrobat, uh, Walter, you know, he he's amazing. He's, he almost got into the Olympics, but, you know, because of his own interpersonal conflicts, you know, maybe he was doing something illegal or drag racing or whatever, he gets barred from it. So he's like really angry and he wants to use his skills for something. And then finally, to make a good uh, heist movie, we want to make the person that they're stealing from unlikable so we don't realize that our heroes are actually, you know, thieves. So we're going to have evil art dealer stealing, you know, art from, from good artists, literally stealing their work, l- doing lawsuits to make it so they can't speak up about it. And so this smuggling ring or this heist ring, they want to steal the evil art dealer's stuff back. So what they need, though, is they need someone who's an awesome acrobat in order to get past all the museum security. And, you know, we have the laser beams that they have to, like, sneak through. And because they don't want anyone to know that they're stealing it, though, uh, Susie has to make their own perfect recreations of the work. That can lead to then a scene midway through and even during the climax where they don't know what it looks like until they're already there. So... They have to sneak through and, you know, it's a really tense scene where they're doing all this cool uh, heist stuff. And then, you know, like Susie has to like, oh, you, you got to paint it quick, you know, got to paint it. And, you know, maybe there's like a timer going down and oh, security's coming back. You know, you got to you got to paint faster and I'm going as fast as I can. You know, and like a really exciting scene there. Uh, they kind of bond together. Uh, Susie, you know, learns her appreciation for art even more because, you know, she's having trouble, too, because she can't find a market for her work and they all learn something all right what's the name of your film here ben the brush stroke job i invite my producer to think of something better because that sounds more dirty than 
longer I think uh, about it. Do you it. have a name for the evil art dealer, or is he just... <laughs> oh, Xander. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, so... Eric, you're the director. You've got a script. It's covered in, like, there's paint stains on it for some reason. And it looks like someone just dumped a bucket of gesso on it at one point. It's just kind of a sticky, gross. It looked like someone had a stroke job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On to the script, if you will. Uh, I, who do you cast, and how do you make this your vision? First of all, I think that the, the, the girl should be played by... Willow Smith, and maybe sometimes we could change her to the the the, the, the if there's any uh, um, dangerous parts. Jaden Smith could play the stunt double. The stunt double. Okay. Yeah, we can get them both. Now, the She's most important part. The most important part is the acrobat. I think that we should cast Keanu Reeves and Willow Smith. That would be a tremendous. I cannot. I cannot say. I cannot emphasize the word tremendous enough. But the jewel of the movie. Is gonna be Burt Ward as Sander. Okay. Because why the hell not? He hasn't done anything. He most likely is gonna bomb that Adam West died. Spoilers. Have him do something. We're gonna save a couple of bucks right there. People love the Robin. They can find like a famous painting. Give me a mm. name of a famous painting. The the uh, Starry Night. Sure, Starry Nights, and there could be a hole in Starry Nights, and it could be Holy Starry Night Willow Smith. It would be amazing, man. It would be a really good movie. I want to film everything with an iPhone. You know, if an iPhone camera, iPhone 7 camera, have a bunch of people with iPhones and just running around and filming everything. No booms, no nothing, just the iPhone. Not only that, we can get Apple to pay for this, and we could possibly get, I don't know, the... the... Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. They steal a, a portrait, a self-portrait of uh, Steve Jobs <clears throat> at some point. Okay. And uh, Willow Smith steals it from Bird Ward, and Bird Ward can go like holy apples. <laughs> Bird Ward's friends can his name his name can be a uh, Tony Jackman, and he can be like holy apple Jackman. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> who would be, who would play Tony Jackman? Oh, someone fat, um, Nathan Lane. <laughs> I need that voice, <laughs> you know. All right, so Jacob, you have. The treatment and the storyboards for the brushstroke job. Please starting that. <laughs> Burt Ward, Keanu Reeves, Willow and Jaden Smith playing the same character, and Nathan Lane. Holy found footage, Batman, all filmed on iPhones. Is this a profitable film for you? So far, no, but I see potential here. I think I think we can make this work. So the title has to go. It's, Thank you. It's it's not going to work for me. Can we do something kind of alliterative, like you know, brushes and break-ins or something like that? Like, I don't know. You figure it out. You guys, are the writers. Things I like about this movie. I love the idea that there's like a gang of actors of yesteryear who are controlling the art world, mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves and Willow Smith have to somehow take them down. That's brilliant to me. <laughs> I like that. The thing I don't like is this movie is not sweet enough. If one of our main characters is a young lady, we, this needs to be sweeter. I know Willow has, like, a sense of fashion and style and bon vivant, 
if you will, <laughs> can we have some more scenes with like puppies, puppies, or you know maybe she's uh, you know biting into a saccharine sweet delicious Krispy Kreme. Oh, no, 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 that would be delightful. If I can't describe our movie as delightful, I don't think I can give you any money. I kind of like your idea of working with Apple. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with putting iPhones, putting MacBooks, you know, putting you know an Apple TV or something that has no place to be in this movie. In this movie, the problem I have is shooting it on the iPhones. If I'm going to give you any amount of money, I think it, it needs to be like a movie that will look good in a movie theater oh, okay. and not look good on, you know, your friend's iPhone because that's, that's not going to work super well. However, going back to the saccharine sweet idea, if we have a nice scene of, of Keanu Reeves looking at the camera and taking a big old bite of a juicy apple, that works for me. Could be a caramel apple. Sure. Yeah. Whatever, whatever we need. Maybe like one of them has like a sweet tooth and that's their thing and like gets them in trouble sometimes. I'm okay with that. I think that, you know, we, we don't want to go too far with, like, damaging the most famous artworks around, because that's really bad crime. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I like the idea that some of the heists go wrong. Maybe they steal stuff that's, like, recognizable, but not, like, super ultra-famous. Mm-hmm. Stuff that, you know, people might put as their iPhone backgrounds or things like that. And then you can even have somebody comment that if we're getting some money from Apple. Just be like, oh, there's my iPhone background. I can't believe somebody stole that. What I'll do, I'm going to give you guys about 50 mil. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like, you know, this is something where we can tie in and get a little bit more money from Apple, I'll maybe think about increasing that. But, you know, right now, let's just make sure we can get the rights to some cool art and get everybody locked down and ready to go. All right, writer Ben, you've uh, given some direction from the studio. Mm -hmm. One is title sucks, fix it. The other is they really like having old school TV movie stars of yesteryear be the villains versus Keanu Reeves, who is the star of yesteryear and today, and Willow and Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah, Nathan Lane. He's he's this decade's Liam Neeson. Sure. Go for it, Ben. Well, I think I'm going to leave uh, casting decisions to our director. A couple things, I think. Um, so I really think that, you know, if we're getting Burt Ward for the villain, let's really play up, you know, the evilness of him. Like, just make him so cartoonily evil that he's just hilarious to see. Basically make him, like, I don't know, like a children's Christmas special villain where, you know, he, like, I hate art. And maybe, like, a scene where, you know, you see a, a, a little kid bringing him a drawing. He's like, I brought maybe this. And he's like, oh, this is terrible. And he rips it up and throws it in the kid's face. I love it. Yeah. And then, it, I mean, it doubles to not only be funny, but also make it, like, you don't care that they're stealing from this guy. We're kind of skimping on the guy who hires our two uh, heroes. So I'm thinking we're going to, I mean, I was thinking of maybe if we could get, like, a modern artist. Um, show up. I don't know if that's someone we could get um, mm-hmm. and be like, you know, this got Xander stealing all my work. Or we could do something where, you know, we'll have the child of a famous artist like Will Warhol. You know, it's like I'm just as good as I'm just as good as my father, but Xander is stealing all my work, and this is my work. And oh, that could even be a thing like Andy. The final heist is Andy Warhol's final painting, which was stolen when Andy Warhol was on his deathbed, and he was painting it with his last string. <laughs> we have a scene where Xander literally busts in. You know, we'll have an and you know he looks exactly the same, even though it's decades past. You know, and he like pries it from his cold dead hands. It's like, <laughs> and you know, just like. Play it for all the camp it's worth. You know, we really are, I think, really embracing this is a comedy, you know? So I think that will be 
Good. Um, I want to also... Are we literally changing characters' names to be their actors' names? Because uh, everyone's referring to them by the actors, or... I can make something similar. Like, Bird War can be Tony Ward. Okay. Also, I love the idea of Andy Warhol. I think Brendan Fraser should play him. Okay. <laughs> you mean Andy Warhol's son, or literally Andy Warhol? Like, I can make he, it Wendy, Andy Warhol still alive. You have a new title? Cause oh, yeah. Uh, brush stroke job. Yeah, brushes it's and... Still that turd. Uh, brushes and break-ins. I'm sticking. I, I am. That's an original idea I thought of. But yeah, no, just uh, play up the campiness. Uh, especially, I think having Burt Ward will give some cred to it being campy. I'm Brandon Burt, Fraser. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's my work, just... Play up the silliness. All right, so uh, director Eric, you have a sillier script coming your way with more camp, more cheese, and Andy Warhol plot, which you've already cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Brendan Fraser, do you want to have the child of Andy Warhol, Will Warhol, if you will? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, yeah, who are you gonna have play Will Warhol? Soy Kravitz, playing against against uh, a gender bent uh, son of uh, uh, that guy. Ah, uh, yeah, Andy Warhol. All right, I love this script. So but I'm gonna daughter ch- of Andy Warhol, then. No, no, the son. Do. She's gonna play the son. Oh, she, okay. She's such a good actress. Okay. That she's gonna play the son of a, a, a crusty old white man. So this is what we're gonna do. I love your script. I'm gonna change almost everything. But this is what's going on. Bird Ward. It's getting a bunch of art. Okay. And then we're gonna do the Inglorious Bastards thing here, and we're gonna destroy all the art. That's the first scene. That's the first scene. So everyone goes like, oh shit, starry night. So what's going to happen is that we're going to Tarantino the whole thing. We're going to go back to, you know, what's his name? Keanu Reeves and uh, Jaden and Willow Smith going in. And they're going to go in and take pictures of everything with an iPhone. So we keep the iPhone. We keep Apple happy and everything. And then also to bring more more stuff, uh, what's his name? Uh, Keanu Reeves has an HP printer in his back. And they're gonna, like, she's gonna go like, click, 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 take pictures and everything. She's not a painter anymore. She's a photographer. Okay. It's gonna be the art steel. It's, oh, we can call it the art steel. Okay. You know, or the uh, or the art print. I don't know. Something like that. How about the art of stealing? The art of stealing? Yes. Yes. So anyway, so they're gonna send everything through the cloud. I don't know what the cloud means, but we're gonna send everything through the cloud. Maybe we can have a cloud, like an actual cloud, you know, with CG or something, and have Keanu print all the paintings, and then put, they put it, everything in, and there's a puppy, and uh, and then they they jump out of the building. Birdwar comes and says, "I paid billions of dollars for all of this, and I'm gonna destroy it! Holy fire, Jackman!" And then he burns the whole thing, and like everyone goes like, oh no! And then Keanu Reeves comes in and says like, oh, which saved everything? He goes like, how? We, you fool me, how do you fool me? And he goes, I'm sorry more Nathan Lane than Bird Ward. He's just like, we changed it with HP print and photograph with an Apple uh, iPhone. Oh no, they're so clear! And then, Everyone dances. This is a dance number. I need a dance number here. Maybe with Diana Ross. Is she still alive? I think so. Uh, CG Diana Ross. All right. So the art of stealing now, producer, has even more camp than it had the last time. It has a Diana Ross dance. It has sweet, number. sweetness. It has sweetness. That's important. Yes. And and sweetness. Yeah. Um, so much that. Yeah. How you feeling? You know, I think we've been approaching this movie the wrong way because there's great elements in this film, but it's it just doesn't work on on camera. What we need to do is make this whole thing animated. This needs to be a CG film 
aimed at children. We can still get our, our promotional placement. We can still get our cast. But if there's something that looks kind of like out of place or a little odd, we can you know adjust the model so that they seem a little bit better. You know, some more outlandish plot elements. It makes sense because it's aimed more at like kids. Um, and you know we'll of course make sure that we you know leave in something explaining like okay you know stealing is bad, but these guys are trying to destroy all the art in the world and that sucks. So we need to preserve all this art and yeah. continue to get people to, to mm-hmm. learn about how to use art. Now, your, your thing about the cloud, I think mm-hmm. that's, that's important. Because literally every person over 40 I've talked to doesn't know what the cloud is. So I think we need to make sure there's like at least a minute in the film where one of the characters in detail explains what the cloud is. Yeah. So that the, the parents who go to see this movie with their kids understand... What can can, 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 can uh, uh, Keanu Reeves say, oh, it's cloudy with a chance of Rembrandt or something like that? Maybe not that exact line, okay, but, okay, you know, okay. It's a sucky line. It sucks. We can, we can I hate it. In, yeah. We can work in a cloud-based pun. I think that's going to work. Okay. We can also, like, have characters eat, like, you know, cartoonish food yeah. in this because, like, you know, they, they could eat, like, a whole birthday cake in one bite because that's just, like, it's animated, so that, yeah. that kind of stuff happens. So if we want it to be, like, extra delicious, we can. I don't think we should go too far, but, like, you know, at some places I think it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, like, the old guys, I think we should tone it down a little bit. They don't need to be, like, so cartoonishly evil. But, you know, we can. it's, it's campier now because it's, it's a cartoon. You can get uh, also, Andy Warhol was super gay, did not have children. So this is going to be... Also um, didn't make his own art. He just yeah. had other people. He adopted the child. He adopted soy crowds. What I was going to say is let's have it be Norman Rockwell's grandson. Okay. How about that? Or like great-grandson maybe at this okay. point. Because that's still like really popular art. Okay. But it could be, you know, more in chronological history. And Norman Rockwell is, is also popular with, like, conservative parents as well as liberal parents. Mm-hmm. So you could have something that appeals to both sides of the spectrum. So I think that'll work. I think we've got a lot of good elements in this. And I think the art of stealing is just perfect for this film. I, I have a question. I think, I think that we should cast also Georgia O'Keeffe. As, uh, as we're not doing that. <laughs> no, we're doing so that. Um, okay. what I'll do, I'm going to give you guys a little bit more money. We've okay. increased this to $65 million, mm-hmm. so we can get in some good animation, some high-quality stuff, and I think I think we're in a really good place. I think this is going to work out. Um, we just need to ship it out the door and see what it says. All right, so I'm going to put this in the movie machine, which sounds like uh, an old-timey onomatopoeia from the 1966 Batman movie. Um, so, uh, yeah... Uh, despite your aggressive marketing campaign with the catchy tagline, we do it all for the Monet, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this movie doesn't make all the Monet. <laughs> it, it does okay. It's kind of a novelty film. People watch it because, like, this looks really cheesy and campy. And then their friends go and see it. And it was like, holy crap, it's really cheesy and campy. To the point where it's almost unwatchable. Like, it's, it's almost like... But it's animated. It's okay to be campy. That helps a little bit because parents will just take kids to whatever 
crappy animated movies out there. If the the company that makes all the freaking Minions movies, every piece of shit they put out makes money. DreamWorks. It's not DreamWorks. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, let's just put crap on screen and have comedians do voices. It'll make money. Uh, so actually, switching to animation was the smartest thing you've ever done. No one has to look at Burt Ward and the amorphous blob he's become on screen. Hey, that's mean. But accurate. He's a sweet man. He is a sweet man. He's also an amorphous blob. Uh, Insults are not delicious. <laughs> but he thinks cake is, and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you make your money back plus a little bit of extra like it's not a huge success but it's enough that you know you might be able to start your own animation company of it and put some more schlock out there so how do you feel uh, you got the power of movie machine time magic to make any changes yeah you know i um i'm satisfied with this i think making it animated yeah was a really uh, good decision. Also, Georgia Keefe's been dead for 31 years, so it's probably good you didn't cast her. Right. Maybe someone asked Georgia Keefe. It's like every once in a while there's a whip pan over to a coffin. Yeah. And then back. <laughs> I think showing definitely that, you know, this isn't stealing. This is, we're saving it uh, from being burned down is good. You know, I was a little concerned about the fact that, you know, technically since the bad guy did buy it he could just then like arrest them for stealing his stuff but you know in the movie we'd say like oh it's okay because he's evil you know and i think kids won't really think about that much i think maybe because some adults for some reason like to watch kids movie and say like oh you know that doesn't make sense you know zootopia foxes can't talk to bunnies you know so this movie's terrible you know maybe throw in maybe like a little explanation like and then after everything settled, he didn't get, then did get arrested for breaking, you know, maybe even make it sort of a brick joke where he did one thing illegal at the very beginning. And then it's like, oh, shoot, that's come back to bite me. Now I'm going to prison. So I think just that little thing, just to throw a little bone to these nitpickers would be a good call. But other than that, yeah, I th- I'm pretty satisfied with what we've done with the movie. I think maybe throwing in after credits gag could be funny. Having oh. Burt Ward in prison still like being like, I hate children and art and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sir. Maybe he just like grips the bars and like quietly says ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's all. So Eric, the art of stealing did all right. You want to make any changes? Try yes. to make it better. Yes, yes, yes. So you you had that that after scene. That's a good scene. I like it. And I can, but I'm gonna change something in it. I'm gonna add a secondary ending, like after the credits, like full on credit end credits. And it's gonna be again Willow Smith and Keanu Reeves this time digging out in a cemetery, digging out something, and when they pull it out. The, 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 the coffin, it's Georgia O'Keefe, played by Kate McKinnon. So, so, I mean, so when you say played by, this is animated. You can literally animated, animated, have yeah. anyone voice these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And do they look like Willow and Jaden Smith yes. and Keanu Reeves? They yes. just, you animate those people instead of making them like cute rabbits or something? Yes. And then, but Georgia O'Keefe looks like Kate McKinnon. And she says, we have... To go save something. I don't know what they're gonna say. And this is for the ne- for the sequel. So now we're building, we're building a franchise. So she's just been alive in the grave. Yeah, she's been, time? She okay. has been in the grave, I'm totally alive. <laughs> that was, it was an art statement. It was an art statement on women in art or something or flowers and. Uh, <laughs> And she comes out, and they go like, "Yes, Kate." But I mean, Georgia Keith, and then it's Keanu Reeves, Willow, and Jaden Smith. 
Oh, Nathan Lane becomes a good guy. And, <laughs> and Georgia keeps Kate McKinnon go to save something. I don't know. Up oh, Mount Rushmore. I'm not sure why uh, Georgia O'Keefe cares passionately about Mount Rushmore, but you know if this movie makes enough money, then it's a symbol of Patrick. This, yeah, the uh, sequel can be whatever we want. I think again, I think we need to rein it in a little bit. Like the the camp is like exploding out of this film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be ridiculous to be delicious. Is is kind of where I'm going with this. And I think I mentioned it before, but like the That's animated the, characters the don't have to finisher. look exactly like the people. Like. If it seems weird that like Keanu Reeves is hanging out with Willow Smith, let's make Keanu Reeves' 3D avatar smaller. Like, let's make his you know guy younger, make him you know look like he's in his 20s or something. That's fine. He doesn't need to look exactly like Keanu Reeves. We can you know have some fun with it. Um, you know, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz's you know character model is probably not going to look like her, so mm-hmm. we can have you know, but she can voice it and we'll sell pretty well. The whole thing about, like, Georgia O'Keeffe still being alive in the grave, I think, is... It's a little much. Will you be okay Just, if, she, if she ate Krispy Kreme donuts the whole time? If Krispy Kreme, you know, handed me a check for $20 million right now... And there it is. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Leave it as is. So, that's that'll work. She can just be chowing down on those in there. You know what? That's the secret to her immortality. Krispy Let's Kreme. just go with that. She's been eating Krispy Kremes in there, and she's still alive. And we won't mention that until after the credits. So mm-hmm. they've already watched it. They've already paid for it. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. If we never get to make a sequel, who cares? If we do, great. That's where I'm at. Okay. So now that I've clarified and everything in the movie machine, I didn't realize that your animated characters just look like they're actors. And that kind of... Well, un- I just told you, like, if yeah, it's weird that yeah. they do, we can just change Yeah, it. the Uncanny Valley is just too much for audiences <laughs> to handle. Even just seeing young Keanu Reeves voiced by older Keanu Reeves. and Yeah, it's... Uh, but it's, like, cartoony. It's yeah, like and, and because of the camp, uh, Peter Travers of the Rolling Stones says, uh, Camp pours out of this like Burt Ward tried to put on his 1966 Robin costume. Just, it's... <laughs> It's a whole lot of crap shoved into two little spandex, basically. Can Twitter be angry about this? So, so the first movie... <laughs> the first movie made You want some, them to be angry? The first movie made some money, enough that you got greenlit in the sequel. And your sequel, which revolved around zombie Georgia O'Keefe saving Mount Rushmore, angered Immortal, both, both the Native American community. It was outraged. <laughs> It was just so ill-received, because no one gives a crap about George O'Keefe except art history students, that uh, it bombed so hard, you bankrupt the newly formed animation studio and put like 400 animators out of work. So, sure, this movie did well, but your your hubris took control of you so much that you just doomed Don't worry, animators. I'll feed you with my truckloads of Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes. Uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts stock lost like 40% as a result of the sequel as well. <laughs> well, the was, check was, still clears. It was really, it was a kind of devastating blow. Uh, it is, this film and the sequel is studied in marketing classes at universities for years to come as the best way to destroy a brand. <laughs> so, with that being said, I'm going to leave you with some words of wisdom from our patron saint, Guy Fieri. You really going to fit that in there? I'm just one man. Thank you everyone. This is the movie.